Welcome back to the Two Dudes That Game podcast. We're going ahead and getting started here. I don't know what we're talking about, James. I don't know what we're doing. What are we doing today? You got you got the uh, um, the agenda today. I don't listen. I don't know what we're doing. I will tell you what though. Um, I've had uh, today's my two years since I met my my wife. We met two years ago today. Uh, funny enough, it started out at a zoo. I was just starting to get into the Twitch game, and our good old friend Alexis Jordan was streaming a uh, subathon, and everyone in her community was teasing me about going on this uh, date because we'd met on a Facebook app. So I'm literally just waiting on Melina to show up at the at the Dallas Zoo in Alex and Jordan's Twitch stream, just chatting with the whole community, and everyone's giving me shit. And then uh, Melina showed up, and I was like, "Oh, she's here." And I'm still in the car, and everyone's like, oh, what does she look like? And I go, this date's probably not going to be very long. She's away. <laughs> but here I am two years later. So today, you know, um, she got me this, cool, this really cool gift that I thought you would appreciate, and I'm super excited about it. Uh, it's got to get resized because it's a little bit too big, so we're going to send it back. But my wedding ring is, is I'm obviously not used to wearing a ton of rings. So it's, you know, pretty solid. It's like titanium or whatever. And it kind of bothers me a lot. So she bought me one of those elastic. The one rings. that everybody switches to. Yeah, yeah. But no. this is how cool she is. Yeah, the Star Wars. Yeah, they have a lot. She bought of, me the Star Wars. That's one. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's the you know the I love you I know mm-hmm. language on it. Yeah, so, I've seen that one. I have a couple ring. of them, but as you can see, I I never never have them on. <laughs> um, they all end so up. Well, so mine end up now uh, taken by my daughter. So like regardless if I have it on, she's gonna end up taking it and and wearing it or like and play with it. Yeah, and it's it's just <laughs> lost. So I've I've stopped buying them because like every fifteen minutes she takes it off my finger and oh, you know it's funny. rolling down the floor. The dog's trying to chew it. Like who knows where they're gonna end up. So uh, if we go out and stuff, like I'll wear I'll wear our my actual one. But I've I've given up on that since um and even my wife like doesn't have hers on anymore because my daughter just immediately tries to take them off your hand <laughs> it's just like it's not worth it right now let her get past that stage because she just yeah, wants so- to wear them and she wears them on her thumb like my wife she can like put close to her thumb and like it would somewhat stay on like mine there's yeah. no chance i think mine yeah. could like it could fit around her wrist almost so that was my my uh, surprise today from her. So I'm super pumped. Yeah, to, those to are wear cool. This a lot. Like it's re- to me, it's really really cool. Like she always knows. How so I liked those like a lot too. Because um, when when we when my wife and I first got married, I worked on a lot of cars and stuff, and uh-huh. like I was always afraid of like it bending or something. And I know the titanium one like cracks, but I didn't have a titanium one at first. Yeah, I, mean, I was this, so this, worried about it. And then scratched and stuff. It does scratch up. And so then much. I was like, I was like, so when I got that one, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm less worried about uh, the only thing I'm worried about that one is like it melting, but I can get it off real quick. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. paranoid of just something happening to it. Cause I had a, I had a friend. He was a diesel mechanic that learned that the hard way had to go to the hospital and get it cut off. Um, his finger, but they were able to actually get you know one of the blades underneath, so he didn't have to take his finger off because it got just got squished. Yeah, it was a gold one. There's not much you can do when that happens. All right, so uh, another thing I want to bring up that that is a uh, part of our day today, and do you you know, we briefly mentioned kind of the field that you're in, a little bit of kind of IT side of thing, right? So tonight, I this probably isn't in your wheelhouse. You probably didn't even know this was happening. 
Big event on Netflix tonight. Live event. It's their second live event ever. Melena, my wife, been kind of looking forward to this all weekend. Love is Blind season finale reunion. They decided to do live. And they broke Netflix. Because they didn't... Like, it's it didn't work. It didn't work. So after almost two hours, they just gave up and said they would do the live with the live audience there. And they'll upload the recording of it later. The I don't Twitter, even know the show the internet, you're talking about or anything. It's a, reality, but... it's a reality dating show, but just it's so like <laughs> the amount of memes on Twitter tonight were just comical. Hulu jumped in, obviously their social media team was like, put a little gif of a uh, Kerry Washington going hmm. and then Blockbuster chimed in and said, you know when you used to like us? When you got your movies from us, they were ready to go on time when you got home. Yeah, I mean the the thing they gotta realize is, is is live is live streaming is a is a different beast when it comes to you know capacity and and what they have to plan for. So I might you know if I had to guess, it was just a capacity planning, overload, yeah. and they just couldn't handle the traffic. But you also gotta realize that there's uncertain. You know, you're talking about Sunday night, Saturday night, Friday night most internet traffic's going through Netflix. It's not a yeah. little amount of traffic that's happening yeah. here. So handling that and then handling it on a live, the live stream um, issue, it's, uh, you yeah, know, what's funny. Just, just super interesting. I mean, I, I would be, I'd be interested to hear what they like come up with as like root cause or if they'll, they'll actually let you know like what happened. I mean, they were, they were just saying it was, uh, I mean, they admitted that it's just overwhelming traffic. Just, yeah, but there's a lot of different kinds of overwhelming traffic. Yeah, you, you probably like, understand the language, did, right? But, but my question is, like, did someone, like, attack them? Did someone try to DDoS it at the same yeah, time? Like, does this show have people that really hate the show that, that no, started sending so. bots at it? or? Um, no, I don't think. I mean, Twitter was it was the number one trending thing on Twitter. So it was. I mean, was I don't even know what the show stuff. is. So I'm glad you're it's up to re- date on reality. On, Love love is blind. Show. I feel like I feel like one of my 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 buddy um Justin, he's a like longtime high school, you know, best friend forever. I want to say that was the show. So one day he came over to my house and I was like, I got to put the kids to bed. Like, you know, we were just going to hang out after I got the kids to bed and he and um he was like, "Okay, I'm just going to watch some TV." I think I came down and he was watching that show. Because it's a Netflix. So, I mean, oh, that's Netflix. The thing is, normally the whole thing is recorded and they used to drop the entire thing. You know, new season of Love is Blind is out. Boom, all 15 episodes. You can watch everything, right? Like Netflix does. This season, which is season four, I think, um, they decided to release them in segments, like three episodes here, then they'd wait a week or so, then they'd release three more episodes. So then they hyped up. They hyped up this, we're going to go live, and everyone was just roasting them like, we don't have Netflix to watch live. We have Netflix to watch it when we can. So today was the day it was supposed to be out. So it should have been out today. <laughs> like, so I could watch it at my leisure. And now I'm over here wasting two to three hours of an, of my life. That was only supposed to be an hour waiting on you to do, to, to do something. Then here's the best part, Ender. So when they decided to just go ahead with the live recording, people started posting on Twitter that they were watching it, but they were just going to record it and upload it later. So what they decided not to do, and everyone thought people were trolling. Well, then they realized that people were like, oh, I'm not trolling. I'll prove it to you. So instead of, you would think at this point you would just kill the live streaming feed, right? And record it there, live audience, 
and then upload it like you said you were going to do. No, they just left the link on. So for those who could get in, got in. And then it was being live streamed on TikTok by so many people. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, it, well, it, it's kind of like, could you? But like, like, well, well, at that point, what's the point of what's the point of shutting down the link? Like, if people can go ahead and do it, I, they might as well. Like, the link's there. You're, at some, some people are going to get through. Some aren't. Um, but it says, I, I see their their tweet here at nine twenty nine um from netflix to everyone who stayed up late yeah everyone who stayed up late woke up early gave up their sunday afternoon we are incredibly sorry that the love is blind live reunion did not turn out as we had planned obviously didn't turn out at all um (laughs) we're filming it now and we'll have it on netflix as soon as humanly possible again thank you and it's dot 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 i guess there was more um yeah next tweet but i don't have that one no the other thing that i love i was looking up articles and of course one of the articles was asking the show creator of love is blind why are you deciding to do the season like why why a live episode like what's the point and he says i don't know it seemed like he goes it's not my idea i didn't think of it he goes it was netflix's idea which i think is pretty cool but i bet you that show creator was like woo well i think you also have to end up looking at so my my guess here is if they're looking at doing something like this as a live stream that I'm, I'm assuming it's their show, like they own yeah, the Netflix, show. It's Netflix, Netflix special. Netflix show. Yeah, yeah. Now you have to start thinking about um, Netflix TV, Hulu. Well, they, they, all, here's the thing: all the other things that they're not involved in, and live streaming sports, and and in yeah. general live streaming in general, um, not necessarily like their their television shows, but think about all of the tv programming that they oh, God, don't get because of could you imagine sunday night football live streaming that did not work oh uh, yeah it would be okay. it would be horrible but i'm just saying like hulu has like i have hulu tv yeah but fun. i would drop hulu tv tomorrow and take netflix over that just you know quality of product obviously they don't know the streaming game yet but i trust them better than but pretty hulu much any other company. ESPN. yeah but i mean TV. it's still like okay so you have the contract for five years and then it flips out like it's a contract who who knows who has what channel like i i can have well, 90 disney, different streaming disney services owns, yeah, disney owns hulu so but, but i see what you're saying like yeah there's some streaming on espn could be just ESPN yeah it doesn't it. it doesn't matter like i can still get to espn from my local cable provider it's not like i have yeah, to yeah. have their specific thing now so netflix could come in and take everything else they could take everything else or or they could just end up buying out the contracts and getting contracts from them and doing cross promotional deals. And it's like anything else you're, you're you need your content to be out in front of people regardless yeah. of all of the, the containment that you have. And you're starting to see the open where everyone can do live streaming. Everyone can do this. But now the question really is James for you, does this mean Netflix is going to be the place that you live stream your games? Because Netflix <laughs> games, do you? Uh, but think about it. Think about it. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, Netflix runs. Netflix runs on AWS. Yeah, which is what Twitch runs on. So, like the underlying architecture would be relatively close to the same that they're going to try to utilize there. Now it didn't work. It crashed. So obviously they're going well, to have to have some engineers first, and help them out. Their first live event was the Chris Rock comedy show a couple weeks ago, and that also got delayed by an hour for technical difficulties. Yeah. So, I mean... So they clearly... 
I, I, I mean, obviously, I don't know the IT side of the world. So, no, so who knows what happened know at the end of the day? Like, Chris Rock could have been like, I'm not going on stage, you know, and they're just going to be like, until now. Like, who knows? I doubt yeah. that happened, but still, it, it doesn't really matter. But I just think it's funny to keep going with the Netflix and the gaming, trying to do live streaming. Like, yeah, yeah the platforms yeah, are the yeah, same. Does, does, does Netflix, does Netflix, are, or does Amazon buy Netflix? And now Netflix is where you uh, game and stream and have all of that stuff as well. Twitch on Netflix. Twitch on Netflix. Twitch.netflix.tv.com slash two dudes a game. There you go. <laughs> Who knows? All right. Well, those are some random topics. I, I didn't think we were going to be talking about the love is blind. Well, that was um, my, I didn't think I was going to learn what the know? love is blind is. Anyway, I'd see it's Nick Lachey. Yeah, like, Nick and like, Vanessa hosted, but basically, here's the whole concept. So they he's not. So Nick's not doing. I know he doesn't have the. Uh, what show was he doing? Um, the singing show that he had, like the acapella yeah, show. I don't know. No, well, that's so Pentatonix came out of that show. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if that still goes on or no, it doesn't. But I'm like, I didn't know where he went, and now I see. Oh, okay, yeah, you know, he's they're getting been doing this because yeah, his wife, his wife was the 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 E lady after Brooke Burke left. Yeah, yeah. Like she did all the E shows with him. Okay. So basically, the whole concept, I can break it down to you real easy. They spent the first like four episodes. You don't need to break any of this down because I I don't. I don't care. Well, they go into these pods, and this is weird. James, I see the other person. I don't care. I bet I want to tell. I I can. I I don't want to know about it. My my life is not going to get better about knowing about this. We have just lost any listener or subscriber we've ever had. To this show, and we have all gotten dumber have, for your need may, to tell us about. We may have, we may have gained a, a different audience who will leave us as soon I as quit. we start talking about video games. <laughs> I quit. I'm out. It's that dude that games. That's that's what it, that's what this show is now. I'm done. I, I'm sorry. I don't care about these shows. Well, you had homework over the weekend and you failed. Okay. Hey, I had. Seven, it felt like else. I had 17 soccer games to go to this week. But what did you go to the movies and see? I didn't, I didn't go to, I actually didn't get to go to oh, any movies. No, I was going to go to see Dungeons and Dragons. Because um, I want to take my kids to Mario. And I know that's the next topic that you had was yeah. Mario. Well, um, we won't talk about specifically the movie. Yeah, yeah. But- I, I, we'll talk about the movie once I go. Because I, I do want to take my kids to that movie. Yeah. Um, we just have not like lined up a week night that we could do it with how much uh, sports we have going on right now. Yeah. Um, and my daughter is uh, ramping up for her dance recital, so they've got you know two practices a week now. So it's like every every day. And my kids, if they're not if they don't get their like nine hours of sleep, they are the worst things in the world the next day. So like I refuse to keep them up late just to go see a movie. Like I'll do it on the weekend. Um, so I'm hoping to be able to go either Friday night or Saturday night this coming weekend, and then we could talk about it next next episode. Well, we will talk about one thing from it, yeah, just because I want your take on it. Today or yesterday, it officially became the number one video game adaptation movie of all time, doing over five hundred million dollars so far. So my question to you, Ender, without even seeing the movie yet, going into this, are you surprised? that no. Mario was able to do that or no. was this something you would expect I mean the, isn't the previous record holder wasn't it like Warcraft um, I believe it was Warcraft was, I thought was, it was Sonic no no it wasn't Sonic before I'm, Sonic I'm, was Warcraft no I don't think Sonic ever passed Warcraft I, th- 
at least opening weekend, but I don't know. About I overall. think the combination between the two of them passed Warcraft, but I don't think it did overall. Let's 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 Google this right now. Top video game movie box office. Yeah, but anyway, um, for it being a Mario, no, I think people have been waiting for like. So it's funny because my kids still watch the Mario cartoon. The Mario, oh, yeah, you are correct. Super yeah, Mario. I think I think uh, opening day. Warcraft. I think opening day Sonic got it, like passed it for the like the opening weekend, but I don't think it did overall. Um, so yeah, Warcraft. I mean, but it's just it, I think I think Mario and Warcraft are very much the same. Like it's a huge fan base that's been waiting forever. Yeah, because like 677 right now million for Mario. Warcraft stopped at 438. So. Yeah, and Warcraft was a terrible movie. I think Mario could get. I don't think they'll make the one billion right, but I think they could get to the 800 um Pull another 130 i mean one. dude they they passed frozen 2 for best animated opening weekend so i i don't know i don't know like that that's that's pretty killer to pass frozen because the pro the thing with this movie is you're getting all generations that want to go to it like you're getting like me that, that will go watch it on my own like i'm not taking a kid i'm just gonna go see it yeah, you know, I'll I'll go I'll go watch it probably twice or something. In, in movies Frozen and stuff Two like. ended up doing one point four billion. Yeah, so if if they're if they stay on track, since they've already passed them for Frozen Two for opening, like you could see a billion out of this, and and I'm not surprised. It's Mario, man. I mean, I mean, we're talking 1980. What? Like I could go watch this movie with my dad, and my dad would be interested yeah. in it. Like that's that's. Like we've actually talked about when he comes up here going to see it because he's like, you know, if it's still out, will you go see it with me? Because I haven't been in the movie theater in ten years. Like, yeah, I'll go see it with you. But yeah, again, I think enough. it's uh, it's like it's like Warcraft where you have just this huge fan base that wants that wants this. Um, Warcraft was just a subpar movie. Like, think I, about this. I don't think it was think that great. So it is currently one forty six all time on the box office, number one forty six. It is just about three hundred thousand dollars away from passing. At one forty-five, Forrest Gump. Yeah, but but again, that's crazy. But people are looking at this. this but movie it, did that well. Why? This is pop culture icon. No, I, I like I said, I now Forrest Gump from, to me would be scary. like, holy crap, that was so amazing because no one knew other than Tom Hanks about yeah. Tom Hanks in the like. We know this is Mario. Mario's been there. Like you have yeah, this yeah. fan base. Like. Think about movies that no one knew about how well they did, you know, especially like Forrest Gump, which is just a phenomenal movie, but um, the hype that they had to have for it. And that's also in the era of going to the movies. Yeah. You know, this is in the era where I can kind of wait and I'm sure someone's got this ready to stream. Um, and, and that'll be the interesting thing. Like how, how, how much money, and I don't know if you can actually get like a total on that, but how much money does it make from streaming rights once it does get to a streaming platform? Or what does the streaming platform have to pay in order to get this onto it? Like, that's going to be insane. Um, The Mario Brothers movies, HBO. It's HBO. Yeah, but again, how many right, people are, are they, going... Is it Warner Brothers that made it? No, who... who... I, have, I have no idea, but whoever get, whoever has it, and someone has it already, but they're just going to blow up and this this has infinite possibilities like it's mario man you can just continue this story wherever you want to go and i was just gonna say earlier my uh well, my kids and i so i guess it could go anywhere yeah my kids and i are watching actually the super mario 3 cartoon 
like the 1980 cartoon series oh, right amazing. now. It's yeah. so amazing. And then that's on, um, that's on Peacock, I think. So NBC, um, you can watch that because they have all of the old, um, Oh, whatchamacallit. Is it Paramount? No, it's, I think it's, it's either Peacock or Paramount, which have the rights to all the old Nickelodeon shows. Because we were watching, like, Legends of the Hidden Temple and Guts and all that kind of stuff that I grew up on as a kid. Still as bad as they were then, but still. But to answer your question, um, no. I'm not surprised that it passed it. I I honestly didn't. You know, Warcraft was, uh, again, Warcraft was a subpar movie. I don't know. People have said this has been a really good movie. Uh, I haven't seen it, so I'll leave my judgment until then. But, um Warcraft still, I'm still waiting for their next one to come out because I'm like, you guys have to have to make up for this blunder that you had in, in the Warcraft movie. Yeah, um, I did not watch that because I didn't play the game, so I figured I wouldn't really understand what was going on. You didn't need on, to watch the game; really like they, they took you through the story. The, the, the thing about the thing about um, like World of Warcraft and movies is they have like fifty or sixty books at this point that you can just follow the story on. Like they've got the stories written and they're fantastic stories, but they're hard to you know recreate because like like anything are these are these stories better told as TV series, such as the last of us Mm. than a movie. I think Mario plays to a movie. Whereas the last of us played towards a TV show. show. I agree with you. So like, that's where I think video games are a little bit different because you're trying to pack so much into two and a half hours. Yeah when you need that long period of time. So like how much money did, did the last of us pull in over that course of time? Now that it's a TV show. Now that's also a different audience. It's an MA audience. You're not going to get kids and family and all of that stuff to be able yeah. to go see it. So different type of movie, uh, you know, Warcraft came out as a PG 13 movie. So that's kind of why I think the movie sucked, honestly, because you're talking about a video game that's based around barbarics, you know, killing each other, um, that you had to be a little careful on what you did with it. Whereas the last of us was, was able to do what they wanted to do. Yeah. So here, this, uh, I want to jump into this and continue this. How did Pokemon bit. do? Like, did that even hit the list? Well, it's, it is, um, or Pikachu, the Pikachu movie. Yeah. The detective Pikachu. <laughs> so it is obviously past that. And I think that's like fourth or fifth. Fifth. Okay. I know where it landed. I just we just watched it with my kids. That's why it was on top of my mind. Yeah. So, um, uh, Detective Pikachu finished at four twenty, and it was only about seven million, eight million shy of Warcraft. Okay. All said and done. So it hit four twenty nine. So since we are talking about movies, I just thought I'd I'd throw this out there, um, and we're talking about like how well they did. The re-relaunch of Lord of the Rings Return of the King in theaters made $1.1 million in the U.S. And it only had like two time showings at each theater that it was at, which was pretty I'm super excited impressive. to see. Yeah, I'm with you on that on relaunching things because in August or September, they are relaunching for the 40th. Was it 40? God, it was 40 years, I think. Uh, Return of the Jedi. 
Yeah, so I think those Very are kind of nice. cool. So, um, so I'm glad that that I'm went well. That. It's a fantastic movie. Um, wish I had you know was able to go see it when it was out, but um, you know 1.1 million out of the relaunch is it's crazy. Yeah, not not small, and considering that's how old now. Yeah, I mean, shit, I saw that in high school. So it'd be interesting to see what something like Return of the Jedi pulls in. I'm I'm curious to see there. Yeah, and that's got, you know, just the fan base like crazy behind it. Yeah, exactly. All right, so nine movies. Screen Rant uh, goes on and and lists nine movies uh, most likely to appear after this. Yeah, because after Super Mario Brothers, with the success of it. Um, This one, I know that you've seen some Mario Brothers trailers, so the first one they say is the Donkey Kong movie. Oh, I'm all in on that. I I will be there um, opening night for Donkey Kong. But it would be that, obviously, the character and the voice actor and everything from... Uh, was that Seth Rogen? I think plays him. Uh, yeah, I'd be from the Mario. So you're getting a spinoff there. Yeah, I mean so, you, Donkey Kong. I think is is an easy to you. Is that a is that a most likely if they expand this world? I don't know how you can't him? because Donkey Kong came before Mario. Like Mario supported like it was the Donkey Kong game with Mario in it. Yeah, yeah. like like Donkey Kong was before Mario. So you kind of have to at least give him his shot. Yeah. You know, um, so like, like I'm, I'm in it there because I, I just, I still think Donkey Kong games themselves were ahead of their time. Correct. Yeah. It I was just amazing. And there's so like the, the, the tropical breeze one, that's such a damn hard game. Like, holy crap. That's a difficult game. And I just remember playing it. What on, was that on? That was on switch. Tropical breeze is the newest one. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's such a hard game, and I like my kids love it, so I have to play it all the time now. And then um, I just remember going back to the Donkey Kong Country and the stupid trying to get all of the freaking letters and figuring out which way to shoot the cannons and all that kind of stuff. Like it was, it was just a, such a such a fun game. Like I love those games. This is uh, a blank screen. There it is. There you go. Tropical freeze. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this solid, is, uh, this is a fun, it's a fun game, but man, it's hard because you play as you have donkey Kong and then you have uh Diddy Kong and then you have gramps and you have to be certain characters to be able to get to all of the stuff you're trying to pick up. So gotcha. they all have their own superpowers. Like, like Diddy can help DK fly higher um, and you can switch it between them. And it's a good uh, two player game because you can switch back and forth. Um, but right there, you just and oh, you have the female one. I don't, I don't know what her name is. <sighs> it's like expanding the Donkey Kong universe. A little yeah, well, bit I mean, they're not really. Ex- it they've been around this. They've been around for a while, but this has all of them in it from all the games. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I, I really do enjoy this game. It's so colorful and it's beautifully made. Yeah, that's what I liked about the Donkey Kong games back in the day too. Is they always had more pop color mm-hmm. to them. And some of the other things yeah and and it, just it, it felt like sometimes when mario got super super colorful a lot of things felt forced but nothing with the donkey kong when it was colorful it felt no because like, i also think donkey kong like the only other game that i felt had the same like color scheme and and maybe it was the same people working on it, i don't know but was um the lion king games like the the Lion King oh, game yeah. that that thing yeah. was so beautiful the disney, the um, disney yeah studios and stuff um so that was another one there but yeah this is this is a super fun game if you got i would try it out it's old i mean and, and the thing about donkey kong is they don't put a lot of games out and i don't know yeah, why 
it, they're so focused they, on Mario that they never really yeah. do anything else with the rest of the characters. And you, obviously, you'll have to see the movie, but but I I, th- I think now that you're talking about it, I would imagine to do a Donkey probably be a prequel to what is in the Mario movie. I mean, it would um, have to be because he kind of came beforehand. So yeah, I think um, you get to the origins a little bit. Anyway, moving on. Cool story. Sorry. So number eight. Uh, I think this is a, I think this is probably the most story rich thing that would come out of Nintendo. Legend of Zelda. I think that needs to be a TV series. I'm sorry. I don't I don't look at it as a good I I think it would be a great movie. People are going to go see it. It's going to make money whatever. But that's a TV series. But I also feel like Legend of Zelda has the potential to be a live action TV yeah. series. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I think live action TV series it may not need to be animated. I, but I, it um, has to be a TV series. It'll be interesting. But I mean, with like Unreal, voices. Unreal Six, whatever they're going to come out with by the time they do that, like, are you going to be able like. to tell the difference? Yeah. Yeah. Um, number seven, Kirby. People love them some Kirby. I do. The new Kirby game is fun. The little pink bubble guy that Dude, I love Kirby. With, so uh, the thing that, that one Pokemon. the thing that I loved about Kirby, or I love about Pokemon. Kirby, is it's insanely easy but difficult at the same time like you don't die in it it's not hard to stay alive but the puzzles are insanely difficult sometimes so like my daughter plays it but there are some times where she's like dad i don't know what to do like these puzzles are hard and the new one is pretty cool because you can eat stuff and you morph into different things um, so in order wow. to like, so you can turn into a car and you can turn into like a cone that sticks in the ground. And, um, and I just love the fact that Kirby eats everything. Um, and then That's you have cool. different powers that you have now to where you can skate, like you have ice power or, um, like cannon power or firepower. And you, in order to beat certain bosses, you have to have certain powers that help you out. So you have to make sure you keep the same one. Uh, this is not the current game. This is this is Dreamland. Dreamland, yeah. Um, but so this, this little guy, I mean, I don't really understand. I don't the think there's a movie here. Make, I don't think there's a movie here. How you even make him? He doesn't yeah. talk. He doesn't do anything. He's just he's just Kirby. He's very. But I you mean, know what? If they made a movie for for Angry Birds, I'm sure somebody out there could. Yeah, write but at least Angry Birds, like you had a they had a story there of like you know they're protecting their eggs from, you know, from the pigs. But here it's just like Kirby goes around and eats everything. And so, but again, I don't, I don't know Japanese, so some of the early Kirby games only had Japanese in them, so I don't even know what the story is anyway. Um, so it's a very Japanese video game. Like it's a very like like the way it's built and everything. Yeah. Um, it's 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 very that style. So uh, it could be a great international hit. I don't think it would be that great of a U.S. hit. Okay. Uh, next one coming up. I think this is number six. I'm very curious. I am just going to throw up some play here and see what you say. This is what they say number six movie could be. Pac-Man. Just move on. <laughs> you don't think Pac-Man would be a good movie? I mean, they pulled it off of Wreck-It Ralph, but no, I don't think Pac-Man would be a good movie. Like, what What? What? what am I? I'm going to go munch on dots and chase after let a me, ghost? Let me throw a scenario at you. Like, what? what is... What is... If they were going to make a Pac-Man movie, would you prefer it to be in the style of the how they made the Tetris movie on Apple Plus? 
Like, yes, yes. Pac-Man the movie, but yes. how Pac-Man was made. Like 100%. I would be more interested yeah. in that than like, let me try. Because I thought you were talking about like fully animated movies. Like if it's just like animated Pac-Man, like yeah. I'm out. Like, no, but he's recognizable as recognizable as Mario. Yeah, but there's no like Mario has storylines and multiple games. Pac-Man, Yo, I, I munch. Pac-Man, I miss Pac-Man. There's story there. There's a story there. Okay, so I changed the color I of fruits. I can't remember all the story, but these ghosts have. But how did you how did you tell that story through the arcade game that I played as a kid, and that's all I ever played? Apparently, that's a story. Also, Mario's a mass murderer. So there you go. Well, that's not uh, that's true, but I'm fine with that. Um, here's another one that probably not going to appeal to me and you. Maybe you, I don't know about your kids. Uh, Splatoon. That's a cool game. I think it would be an interesting movie. They said the lore of Splatoon is incredibly deep with the action-packed shooter actually taking place in a post-apocalyptic aquatic world. Splatoon has mass appeal with Nintendo still releasing games in the franchise on a regular basis. It has proven to be a continued success. Yeah, I mean, I've played the demo. Like that's that's as far as I've it gone. It doesn't really appeal to me, but it is a popular game. I'll it is a that. super popular game, and and it looks fun as hell. Like I'm I'm not I'm not downplaying the game at all. The gameplay yeah. looks amazingly fun. Um, I played the demo. That's a that's about it. Like that's as far as I've gotten into it. So I don't I don't really know lore. Um, I mean, where's the like where's the Call of Duty game? Like come on, like that's obviously got to be on the list. Um. Well, these uh, I don't. You're not going to see. Call no. So the next one, and uh, this swept the nation here during COVID. It was perfect timing for Nintendo. Don't don't really care about it. Animal I think Crossing. I think it'd be a stupid it's movie, a but movie it would. Or, I mean, or do you have to do you have to make it strictly a kids movie. I think it's a kids movie at the end of the day that parents will enjoy. I think it's one of those ones where you could do like kids movie but you have the parent kind of jokes in it yeah that, that parents would get you know kind of like a shrek kind of deal mm-hmm. you know but I, I played i played a total of like 40 minutes and was like i'm done uh, this I'm, is I coming from someone that plays farms farming I'm, simulator i'm yeah i'm i put way too many hours into this i just video. like again but for me for me now graphics mean so much and it's hard for Nintendo graphics, but I don't like the Nintendo graphics. Like at the end of the day, I, I, I struggle with that. Um, the, the, the me ish when they went to the, the Wii and they put all the me designs and stuff like that. Like, I just don't like their, that graphic style. Gotcha. Just not, just not me. So the next one, um, I'm totally down for the next one. And I would be shocked if you weren't uh, into this one as well. But um, Star Fox. Oh, yeah, definitely. That'd be an awesome one to have. Star Fox has a great storyline. Um, like you're playing the story, uh, cool characters to be playing. That would be like the kids' gardens of the Guardians of the Galaxy kind of movie there that you would have. Yeah. But uh, my, I, I play this with my son now on the uh switch because it's on the like classic um game stuff that you can do if you want to if you want to give them a cool a lot of people don't know about this but if you want to give them a cool here i'll flip it over and show you a little gameplay uh have you ever heard of the game called starlink yep the toys to life game but for the switch Mm -hmm. they added um star fox 
and there's a whole story. Oh. The storyline changes okay. because you like Star Fox is a major, major part of it. I played through most of the story. It's really, really cool. The updated graphics. This is a lot of the Starlink gameplay. Yeah. You go off on a whole Star Fox adventure. Mm-hmm. They made a whole thing, and you don't need the toy to go with it. You can just play the game. And yeah. It's probably, I'm sure by now, being a couple years old, probably get it for 10 bucks or less. By, you know, for the yeah, story. no, I mean, um, I think that's a definitely a definite movie. Like, you, you have so much... Um, so much potential there and such great characters. Like the characters yeah. are just really good already. But I mean, they call this new star Fox or whatever, which is, which is pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, you go in and, and, and you play as, as star Fox, which is, is really, really cool. Plus the original storyline. But um, you talk about graphics, it definitely brings the graphics up to date. Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of sad that Star Fox just kind of got left in the dust. Like no one redid another one of those games. Yeah. Um, and, and it was a fantastic game and, and it was really one of the first flight shooters that I ever really played that had, that was good. Like that, that you felt like you were flying. And I remember just the, being able to do the barrel rolls to the sides and, yeah. and flying up, like it was just, it was really funny. You could attack the ground and attack the sky, and you had to go back. You didn't have that in a lot of games. Either you were shooting at the ground or you're shooting at things in the sky. You didn't have both. Um, that yeah. was one of the first ones that really pulled both of them together. And then also have your team supporting you. So you had this support cast that was going. Uh, I can't remember all their names, but you had the frog and the pig and all the different ones that were flying with yeah. you. Yeah, they're in they're in that Starlink game too. Yeah, that's the whole cool. the whole crew is there, so it is it is super cool. It's really nostalgic at first. Um, moving on, number two, Mega Man, because these are all Nintendo franchise, obviously. So Mega Man, they're saying, could be a great movie. Yeah, I was never into Mega Man, but um, I think I think honestly, just the futuristic side of it, just updating all of it, it would look amazing. Like the visuals would be insane. So you're on board. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see it, um, but I would, uh, I don't know much about the series in general because I was, I never really got into Mega Man. I know my brother-in-law was really into Mega Man, so he'd be super excited. Yeah, uh, for that. But and I could just think of like the futuristic nature of the game. Like if you think of yeah. today's, you know, graphics and everything that you would have to put that into a game, it would look phenomenal. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I think, and then uh, it could also be a live action. Like you still have the ability yeah. to do it that way too. Um, number one, I think this is a no brainer. Uh, um, I'll be honest, I'm kind of shocked it isn't already out by now. But uh, the number one most likely movie from Nintendo, Detective Pikachu, number two. And I think that's just a no brainer. Bringing Ryan Reynolds back as Pikachu's voice. And all that is an easy move for Nintendo. Yeah. Um, I do understand. I, I can see why it's not out yet. Um, I don't think anybody wanted to compete with Mario <laughs> at yeah. that time. So, like, I think you got to time that well. So, um, and then also you got some big stars that you have to get. Like, Ryan Reynolds is not an easy person to get a hold of these days uh, to do your voice. And voice acting is a little different, though, because you can kind of do that anywhere you yeah. want. But um, you know, he just bought that that football team um, yeah, in Europe. Just it, randomly yeah. purchased one, like tier three football team, and yeah, stuff like him. that. So um, 
you know, some of those guys would be hard to get into, but I, I thought it was a good movie. I watched it with my, with my kids. Um, yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I really do like seeing like the difference Pokemons and their interpretation and like this live action look. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. And then my favorite, it, it did make me re-download uh, Pokemon Go on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing about this entire movie, I watched an interview with Ryan Reynolds asking him about, you know, getting the role and becoming Pikachu. And he said that he loved Pikachu and he was super excited about doing the role. And and uh, what's his what's his uh, wife's name? Um, Blake Lively. Blake Lively. He says he says he he hears from his agent that he can go in and audition for this role. So he says he spends an entire weekend coming up with all these different voices for yeah but he uses he uses regular voice so she's all excited for her but she's like i don't know if they'll like it so he comes in and he's like guys i'm so excited like i have all these voices for you and he starts he says he starts to in the audition room and he gives a few and they're just kind of looking at him funny and ryan honestly we're just kind of hoping hoping that you would be you and he was like he said he never felt so disappointed to get a role in his life because he was yeah. so excited to do like actual like change his voice a little bit of voice acting and they literally just wanted i mean let's be honest they wanted ryan reynolds as deadpool to be pikachu without yeah language. i mean it's really what it's really wanted. what you wanted and and you know that that <laughs> sassy attitude and yeah you know, everything that so- ryan reynolds brings and and ryan reynolds is one of the few actors out there and i think uh that I don't think I ever play a character. So I think that's why he was so upset. I get to play a character because you just want Ryan Reynolds. Like you don't want the character. You know, it's funny because Mario obviously got a lot of hate with Chris Pratt, not having this accent. But when the Ryan Reynolds voice got, no one was like, that's not what I expected. Pikachu. Yeah. Because everyone heard Ryan Reynolds and they're like, Oh, it's Ryan Reynolds. This is amazing. It's not Chris Pratt. Like, so I'm still pissed at Chris Pratt for ruining, ruining Jurassic park. Okay, like like at the end of the day, he took a childhood favorite and destroyed the series for How me. It? it doesn't matter. He's the character that's this wrangler <laughs> that's out there getting them velociraptors. The first, one, the first one was good. They went downhill really quick. I'm just saying. In my mind, he destroyed a classic. And in my and, and the other side to it. I love them in Gardens of the Ga- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians. Of the gardens, gardens. gardens. I keep saying gardens. Like I, I, Ninja Gaiden is on. Like why is it Ninja Gaiden on this list to remake Coming a movie? Coming from Ender 2025. Yeah. Um, on Creative 2.0 on Fortnite. Gardens of the Galaxy. Dude, that'd be fucking awesome. I'd totally play that game. Uh, survival game. Can you keep the garden alive? My it's wife would fail. Zombies, but Gardens of the Galaxy. But my family would fail epically if it was keeping plants alive in your house. If that was the game, we're done. So that's it. That's uh, it It for me, um, Ender, as far as uh, any kind of news we had going on this week. Not a lot. You did play Call of Duty. Yeah, so... And I know um, we've kind of shined from that, but... Season but, 3 had come out, and um, some, of the, some of the guys that we play with, I think they're playing now, um, yeah. wanted to play, and I was like, you know, let's give Season 3 a try. Um, they did up the movement speed, but again, I get online, I go to play, I want to try it out. And what's not there solo battle Royale, not there. Now I can play solo resurgence on either map, but I can't play battle Royale on either map and I can't play solo battle Royale. 
Um, there is a new gulag. I do like the new gulag. The gulag wasn't, wasn't too bad. Um, there's a couple of new weapons. Uh, one really nice battle rifle. It's a bullpup battle rifle that I think the guy just pulled out in the video right there. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which is really nice. I play, I use it in multiplayer. Like it feel, it felt really good. They did speed up the movement speed, but here's the redeploy balloons are back and all the other bullshit. They're just turning it back into the game that it was before. And, and this is actually, it's kind of interesting because I don't, I don't want to get too far into this because I want to kind of let more of the news come out about it. But there's, there's a lot of things that we're forgetting here is that we're about to get a brand new game. Like they were talking about the strategy. It's NBA playoffs. Usually by NBA finals is when you start seeing the trailer. Well, they already have, they already have dates out in October for, um, the, uh, betas and things. But it's not for content. Like, if we, remember they came out and they're like, oh, no, we're keeping this. We're just going to roll out a bunch of different content. You're not going to get a new game. All that got scrapped. It's a brand yeah. new game. So now the question is, you're going to have you're going to have the same issue they had before. You're going to have Modern Warfare, which is probably going to re- be a remake of Modern Warfare 3. Like, let's let's call it what it is. They're, they're going to be remaking that. Is that what's coming out this fall or is it the, another Black Ops game? Who, I, I don't, I don't, we don't know exactly. It's not black ops. It's, it's, it's modern warfare. So it's not a black ops game. So it's going to be it's probably, probably modern warfare three of this story. It, it's supposed to be the continuation, but, but here's the thing. They're saying everything's brand new. So does that now mean that Warzone is going to be running on a completely different engine again, again, than the multiplayer. And you're going to have this crossover failure that they're going to have again. They're setting themselves oh, up. Are they going to redo? I, I, but again, you just you're less than a year this yeah. game has been out for less than a year and you're already talking about just scrapping it and redoing it again why ender why is it so hard okay i got a couple questions the first one i want to i want to go off of what you just said why is it so hard for them to just have a call of duty battle royale that's completely separate from the yearly release games or the regular multiplayer content why can't it just be its own thing that like apex legends is its own thing because i think they put a lot of money into the call of duty league and esports and if you get rid of that you lose your entire esports no but you why is it warzone just its own thing because they want to tie it into a story like the people at the at the end of the day they think they're writing stories well here's the here's the word they're actually but they're they're in the like well, said, DMZ. Before, what is it? What happens to DMZ? DMZ is in like this weird state oh, they're gonna, of they're nothing. They're, they're going to throw it away. Yeah, they come out with this because this community that and actually DMZ has gotten pretty decent, but they're they're building up this community and they're just going to throw them away. They've already they brought in an entire community of people for third person and they've literally just quietly just it's gone. Oh yeah, and they don't even comment on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just like, it disappeared. Like there's no playlist with it. Nothing. It's gone. On on even uh, some people bought Modern Warfare Two, the paid game, to play third person mm-hmm. multiplayer, and they it's just not there. Yeah, and they're not saying why or, or we're fixing. Well, because or, I mean, at the end of the day, they don't really care. They 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 wanted to pull enough people away from the other games. They got your money, and they they were able to do that. And then that's the thing. It's like if you're gonna constantly just redo it over and over again, you, you, it's never gonna be great. Okay, now here's my other two questions for you. They kind of tie into each other. Is the content and is all the stuff going on with it? Is it are they actually not doing anything good, or is the con community 
so toxic that they're never going to do enough to make it good. And then the other thing is, do you think any of this, some of the stuff that they're not fixing, do you think any of this relates to the fact that they're just in a stalemate waiting on this Microsoft acquisition to go through? I don't think Microsoft has anything to do with it. Like it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't help them hurt them in any stretch of the imagination. I mean, I guess if you want to say, let's just tank the game. So no one thinks it's this great thing, but just pull it off the shelves then. Like I'm not necessarily saying Microsoft's doing it, but is it causing, I mean, I think, I think you have, I think you have a toxic, toxic work environment to begin with. We all know that there's issues inside of Blizzard and Activision wasn't any better, but you had too many, too many decisions are being made on these games, not to improve the game, but to improve the ability to sell the game. And, and that's the thing is like, it's not. I don't think they're making, I don't think any of the changes they've made have been in thought. Let me try to rephrase this. Every time they make a change to the game, it's to bring part of their community back. It's not to just overall make the game better. So like redeploy balloons, that's to bring back the people that wanted you to move faster. They up the speed a little bit. So they're going to bring this wave of people back in. They're going to give it a try for a while. And then they're going to listen to them and then they're going to be like, okay, what's the next thing? What, what group did we lose after we did this? Okay, let's add that back. And it's, they never just say, this is the game we're going to make. And we're yeah. good there. And, and that's the part that, you know, just trying to drives me insane with Call of Duty is I just feel like they're always reactive and they're never proactive. They're never just like telling you what you're going to get. We got to pause here because I think I'm frozen. And I don't know where.